episode on march 22nd 2017 so we here at the cuzcast are still jonesing from our interview with brandon cavanaugh from last week i listened to it again and in hindsight i'm embarrassed by how unprofessional i sounded i think i said wow or awesome a record number of times but just be thankful i didn't go with um wowzers wizard jinkies and yippee skippy but as we were reveling in euphoria about the practice reports the week ended on a somewhat of a sobering note Past habits and tendencies coming back to haunt the Huskers once again. But before we get to all of that, we have some quick updates here. Nebraska has hired Scott Booker out of Notre Dame. What is with all these Irish and wasn't St. Patty's last week? Anyway, he coached special teams for Notre Dame and uh, the, was the tight ends coach from 2012 to 2016. Uh, Derek, you have any more thoughts on the subject? Well, you know, I think this is to me, a fairly worthless hire. I don't know that this position means much to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know that this is a huge deal, but I think it is worth mentioning that the guy was fired over from having four touchdowns given up on special teams. There were two kick returns, one punt return, and a blocked field goal return for a touchdown. So is this the guy we really want analyzing or consulting our special teams? I don't know. I I've never heard of a special teams consultant before, so I I guess they're adding all sorts of weird positions. You even mentioned it like a couple, like I don't know, three episodes ago, where you said something like, "As far as we know, some coaches maybe just bring in the coffee for Riley." I mean, we don't know what the heck uh, tasks and responsibilities they have. Justin, do you have anything to add? Uh, I'm completely opposite of Derek. I think this is a really cool hire right here. Uh, you know, uh, for one, he's a great recruiter. You know, he was the uh, primary recruiter for 10 four-star recruits and the secondary recruiter for five four-star recruits. As far as the special teams, I think, uh, you know, as a consultant, we're div- divvying up all the special team stuff. So if he's just being a consultant, you know, coming up with uh, little schemes and relying on the re- other coaches to implement them, mm-hmm. he's not a coach. He's not a coach. He's just analyzing uh, film or I, I don't think it's even. So he's what, he gives like an overview of the special teams for the day or something like that. Not, not of the day, but maybe week to week. I don't think it's been defined. I haven't heard how it's going to be defined. Uh, I don't think it's a worthless hire, but I do want to. Well, know. well, well, the whole thing is you talk about how great of a recruiter he is, but as a consultant, he's not going to be able to recruit anyway. No, so no. I, don't, I don't know what what's that bring to Nebraska. Well, here's the thing, because next year they're going to add that tenth assistant spot, right? So, the million dollar question right now is: Is this guy in the running for the tenth spot, or is it going to be Tavita Thompson? Everybody's been thinking that it's going to be Tavita Thompson, so that's a million dollar question right now. Or maybe this is just a pit stop because, like Derek, what you said, he just got fired. He needs a job. Hey, mm-hmm. we got money. Give him a job for a year until he can find a job. Either way, I th- I don't think it hurts anything. I don't know. This has Harbinger of Doom written all over it, like you know Haley's comment was back in the day. Um, it, it may speak- not hurt anything, but I don't know if it helps a lot either. Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
we'll see what happens. But, it could be um, meaningless. Yeah, could be, could be. Uh, Derek, uh, as far as what happened before the youngins went on spring break, uh, would you care to delve into the detrimental display of disappointment that happened uh, the final spring practice before the break? Well, okay. Here's the thing. They ran a lot of a uh, red zone offense, so it was a lot of tight coverage, and I understand that. But Tanner Lee threw three interceptions, and Patrick O'Brien threw two interceptions. Man, I don't know. Either our defensive backs are phenomenal, or our maybe our quarterbacks ain't as great as Brandon Kavanaugh made him out to be. Yeah, no, Riley kind of took it in stride with the post-practice comments, which makes me think that he had it more on the side of the secondary, that they just made great plays. And actually, the secondary, you know, by all reports, is just, you know, they've cranked it up another level. So they're supposed to be pretty good. But, yeah, it is concerning, especially since we had well, a history with red zone screw-ups in the past. Last season comes to mind. Wisconsin, anyone? Justin. Well, you know, hold on. Before you get into that, uh, first off, I'd like to say, no, it was no offense to Brandon Kavanaugh. I didn't mean to take a stab at him. But it, it, it does seem to seem like we're falling into old habits, but it also makes you wonder how much they're going to continue to throw while we're in that red zone instead of trying to run the ball in. There's the magic word th- right I, there. And I, th- I think that's what scares me the most. Yep, I agree. Justin? I think before you scream fire and doom, I mean – we're what six practices in into spring camp. There hasn't been any contact. I, I don't. I don't know if this is a big deal. I mean, they were put into situation where it's maybe even benefited the the defense. But some interceptions there. Who knows how many plays that they threw? And you know, if uh, the defense knows probably what plays are coming, right? Mm-hmm. And so. I think that might be an advantage, but I wouldn't read anything into that at this point. Well, no, I think if I'm you're going to make that, I think if you're going to make that argument, I think you could also say that the offense knew what the defense was going to run too. I think the offense probably knew as much what the defense was going to run as as much as the defense knew what the offense was going to run. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Justin, you, Justin, you mentioned um, don't scream fire and don't scream doom. Can I scream Annie M? Annie M? It's a twister. It's a twister. You you can. Okay. I don't know what it's going to do. <laughs> I don't know. Something different, right? Um, and then I guess the baseball team, they had a sweep uh, this weekend. And then I don't know what happened on Monday. They had a sweep against Charleston. And it was a very impressive showing for Nebraska to, to end their uh, homestand. And then they just threw it all away on Monday. Derek, do we take anything from this? The fact that they still screwed up? Well, I mean, Tuesday, right? Yes, Tuesday Tuesday. night. Okay, I'm sorry. Absolutely, there is area for huge concern on this team right now. The bats seem to be coming around, which is looking good. We're scoring runs, guys. Uh, Starting pitching, for the most part, is doing fairly good, but that bullpen scares the hell out of me. Every time they come in, they're giving up runs. Yeah, they're inconsistent. They They gave. They gave up probably half the runs over the weekend and, and a third of the amount of innings pitched. And they just get, blew a six to four lead tonight, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday night, yeah. 
it, it, I mean, they blew. They, we had a six to four lead, and they end up giving up four one one pitcher ended up giving up four runs. I mean, I mean, I mean, I balk to talk about it, but perhaps we can talk the balk. Uh, what do you think, <laughs> Justin? I'd, I actually, I didn't realize that there was a balk that scored a run. I knew that there was a uh, a a uh, bullpen collapse. I didn't realize about that one single play. Uh, what I want to say is we're talking about the batting. Uh, the batting is getting better, but the batting is pretty pathetic, actually, overall, I think. I think uh, we are who we are right now. We're 9-9, nine and nine, and uh, there, there's just a little few stats that I want to talk about that m- maybe explain why we are where we are okay. and maybe what it shows. Yeah. You know, we have three home runs throughout the, the, the entire season so far, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that – pretty pathetic but let's put it this way we are tied for 274th out of 295 teams in division 1a uh as far as uh then the rest they're just really average batting average we're 155th out of 295 on base percentage 179 out of 295 and scoring 187 out of 295 well i think yeah, I think really as far good. as scoring and batting average goes, I think a lot of that's being brought down by earlier in the season. The, those first couple games, we really were struggling with the bats. And as far as home runs go, look, we just seen, not last year, but the year before, we seen the Royals win the World Series by playing small ball. So it's not that, like it can't work that way. You don't have to be able to hit the long ball to win. Well, but it's not just Scott that's Schreiber. What, that's why I homers, say though. We have Ben Miller. Who got a home run well, and over I, the weekend? And, so. that, and that's why I say I, that's why I say I think the bats are coming around. They still have some work to do. I will agree with that. But they, I mean, look, we're, we've scored six runs la, uh, Tuesday night, six runs Sunday and and Saturday, and I think ten on uh, Friday. So I we're scoring runs, mm-hmm. which is. I mean, I, I don't care how you do it, I guess. It's just as long as you're scoring runs. Right, right. But we're less than average. I mean, we're below average in total run scored. The only saving grace that we have right now, and yeah, bullpen needs some work. Starting pitching is doing okay. But as a team, uh, we're 63rd in the, uh, in the nation for ERA. What do you think accounts for that? I mean, obviously, March weather in Nebraska is going to be so unpredictable, and it's going to be a chore to, you know, play baseball in it sometimes. But, I mean, do you think weather might have played a factor here in the in the slow start? Well, yeah, maybe, well, I don't know. I think more of it has to do with being on the road for the first couple of weeks of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're playing at home, we're going to do better. But, I mean, I think overall just looking at uh, where we are with the 9-9 record and the stats, we are where we are because – what we've done i mean it's i don't think it's a surprise i'm not gonna knock the team yet but yet we we know the areas that we need to improve so is erstad gonna be your new miles then no 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 absolutely i i I am still firm in this that i think we can still win the big 10 all right okay that's fair uh they're playing cal poly uh four game stint for this weekend what do you think? You know, if we split them, we'll be in good shape, Derek, or do we have to get at least three out of four? Well, I mean, 
I think right now, if you could split them, you're probably still okay. We're still so early in the season. I'm not going to really throw out any red flags yet. There's there's plenty of room to, to improve. And as long as we can show improvement, I'll be happy. And, so, I, and I think that we are showing improvement. It's just those big areas that, that concern, you know, I mean, I would like to see some more power hitting. Yes. I don't think it's, I don't think that's a must, but I, but I do think it would be fun. It it makes it a little more fun. Things are coming up that happened last year. The pitching collapsed. The batting is bullpen. Bullpen is definitely got to improve. There's gotta be more consistency. That all, that's all there is to it. All right. Let's uh, talk some, we talked about the March weather. Let's get to the March madness here. Uh, how are we all doing in March Madness, everyone? Oh, terrible. Absolutely terrible. But you know who's doing great in March Madness? Big Ten, baby. The Big Ten. Yeah. They are the they are a huge surprise. Uh, here we are at Sweet 16. We got three teams in the uh, Sweet 16. Michigan against Oregon, Purdue against Kansas, and Wisconsin against Florida. I want to ask you guys, who has the best shot to advance? And how far? Wisconsin. Yeah, I'd say Wisconsin, but I do have Michigan. Wisconsin's an honor roll. Michigan and they going to just the got eight. done beating Villanova, which I actually uh, had in my bracket. It was a lucky guess. Look, I, I never thought it would happen. Um, how, how I'm doing as good as I am in my bracket, I don't know. Not that I'm doing great, but I'm doing better than others that I thought I wouldn't do better than. Do you think the Michigan coach is going to, I mean, we're going to see like an escalation take place here because, you know, he he went to Super Soaker. Are we expecting water balloons or water grenades uh, the next time, uh, considering they advance to the uh, Elite Eight? I mean, it could be a possibility, right? In in a perfect world, I would love to see uh, Michigan play Purdue in the Elite Eight. That would be awesome. I would love to see. I don't know if it'll happen, but it's it's very interesting what's going on in Big Ten because I always thought that this was a very down year in the Big Ten because mm-hmm. there, it didn't seem to be there if there was going to be any power teams. But yeah, obviously there's good teams. Yeah, they were kind of hidden in the woodwork and they're coming right out. Derek, I sense a rebuttal. Go ahead. Well, it's I not so much a rebuttal, but. I, I I never got really my shot to say how good the Big Ten's doing. I think one thing that we're also forgetting is that Northwestern, who just left Nebraska in the dust and being the only team to never win a Big yeah, Ten uh, that, tournament game. That, that stings. That stings. Uh, I was but, avoiding that, but, Eric. But Northwestern also, I don't want to say the call lost them the game, but it sure changed momentum in that game. Yeah. On the non-call, on, that, on what should have been goaltending. Yeah. Yeah. And so we could potentially have had four Big Ten teams going into this round. Well, I mean, and Northwestern's tasted success now, so who knows? Maybe they're going to make the tournament next year. And anyway, I know that, you know, some of you guys are still in it. Some of you guys aren't. All I know is I'm still in it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I didn't I didn't do it sing-songy. I'm still in it. Okay, here we go. And that will do it for us here at the CuzCast. You can interact with us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to follow us on Podbean. You can find us on Player FM. And we're also available on iTunes. So don't forget to like us and write a review. Help us get lots of likes and lots of ratings. 
Leave us comments, suggestions, topics for future episodes. Hoist your Union Jacks higher tonight! In the words of one famous rocking Brit, if you try to give rock and roll another name, you might call it Chuck Berry. And with that in mind, we'll let him do the honor of playing us out. Go Big Red and Hell, Hell Rock!